Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Never End Podcast, the podcast open to everyone, especially the people that actually listen to this fucking show, especially the Never Realms. We love you. Uh, my name's Luke. I'm your host of the Never End Podcast, and with me, as always, is Mr. Guy. Say hello, Mr. Guy. Hello, Mr. Guy. Hello to the listeners. Hello, Luke. And uh, today, we're going to be talking about a Dominion preview. We'll do that right at the top, so that way, you know, if you don't want to listen to us talk about stupid shit and, like, whatever we've been doing with our lives, you don't have to. You can listen to the wrestling talk right at the top. That's right. That's right. We're going to get to the fireworks factory first, and then we're going to fuck around in the car park doing donuts and shit. That's right. That's right. That's how we that's how we roll. Uh, this is normally the time I do professionalism, but it is never realms, so I don't have to do professionalism. You know how to contact us, uh, but do the Teespring thing, buy our stuff, never as fuck, extra money. There yeah, you go. It's funny because like you're like I don't have to do the professionalism, so I'm gonna talk about not doing the professionalism. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> I wonder how many never realms in a row I've actually done that. I don't know. Probably all of them. That's right. We need to get Chris Samson on the stats. <laughs> <laughs> Chris the Never Realm stats. <laughs> yeah, it'd be like John Schmanschma. That's our guy that does ours, you know. Yeah. So good old John, you know, taking care of it. But uh, but yeah, Luke, the Dominion is next weekend, and they sure are going to wrestle well, the matches, and they've all been announced. And you know, sure I don't know, man. Wrestle the matches. I'm excited. Aren't you excited? It's on at 3 a.m. for me, but luckily I have the weekend off, so I'll try to be live. Uh, I definitely will be live. I'll I'll just do the I'll just preempt you and say uh, um, maybe I'll take the Tweety that day. But uh, yeah, man, Osaka Joe Hall. So you know this crowd's gonna be like fuck you and insane. So uh, if there was ever a place that would be like fuck you, we're bringing banners. That might be the place for you, Mister Guy. That's I don't want banners at Osaka Joe. I want them at All right, Corrigan. All right fine. Yeah, fuck, fuck you, Luke. Come There's on, just no me. pleasing some people. All right. <laughs> That's true. That that is kind of my gimmick. You can't win with me. You know, no, so. you, you can't. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's telling me shit. <laughs> oh my god. That's yeah. All right. So yeah, let's do it. Let's do some preview shit. Even though we talk about all the time how we don't do preview shit, let's do some preview shit. No, we don't pre- do predictions. We ah, uh, that's right. We, you know, we preview stuff every once in a while. You know, we just don't do it all the time. But uh, the okay. Dominion, like, like the Dominion logos, like the match logo things, it's pretty cool. There's like this, you know, awesome picture of Osaka Joe Hall like drawn, and then they have like a a lion on one side some kind of like cra- oh a dragon on the other and it's behind everyone in the logos it's or in the like match posters they're really cool awesome i have not seen those i can just i'm i'm as you're talking about that i could see the the little dominion logo i've got the schedule on the on on the thingy so well, there, is, matches. there is a kickoff match which what the fuck why are we calling it that just call it the pre-show match or make up something of your own, New Japan. Quit calling it kickoff. That's How many people? Shit. Look, I don't, I don't wish to offend anyone who's ever in kickoffs ever, but who's ever what? I say this all the time. Who watches yeah. the kickoff and thinks I'm going to watch the show? 
No it's offense to yeah, the Young Lions. I, I love them, and I actually wish this was on the card because I feel like this is a match that's cool enough and interesting enough for the Young Lions to actually be on the card. So, Well, it might as well be. It's yeah. not like you know, like this is free on YouTube and it's the buy-in because you're supposed to buy it, you see. It's not that. So, uh, you know, this will be on and then, it, you know, 20 minutes later, the main show will be on. So anyway, the kickoff match, the fucking whatever, it's, it's they're calling it the Young Lion Hat Trick Challenge, which I don't know what that means. I guess we'll find out. So it is- It's funny you say that. On the, yes, on the screen in front of me, I've got Young Lion Consecutive Battle Match. <laughs> Oh, it's, it's a gauntlet. It's, okay. It sounds like it sounds like a motherfucker who names one of these arenas named the name of this match. <laughs> Young Lion Consecutive Battle Match Two. <laughs> I get it now. So it's Oscar Lube is the like you know, and Riho Iwe start out, and then Bolton Oleg and Yuta Nakashima come in, you know, fresh to beat up whoever's left. So that'll be fun. I like those. I like that so, they're doing uh, something different. When can we get Young Lions Cup back? You know, I, we, we, you know, the the Lion Project or whatever they called it. I, I would like to see that again. I'd like to see it too. I don't think I'd like to cover it like in in depth or anything. But if no. you ever wanted to talk loosey goosey about it at the start of an episode, uh, a show or something, hell yeah. No, yeah, I mean, I could tell you what's going to happen. You know, chops, uh, power moves that are simple and <laughs> draws. <laughs> Lots, Lots of brabs. Of Lots of brabs. So is, brabs. Brabs is brabs our longest in joke? I swear it must be because like I don't be, just, yeah. I don't read out my spelling mistakes really that much anymore. Yeah, <clears> but I think I think brab. Which by the way, if you don't know about that joke, we just kept misspelling Boston crab, and we kept calling it brab, and so now it's a brab. We're just we're into the brabs. Okay. That's right. <laughs> the Boston, it's a gnarly brab. I'll even write it's a gnarly brab with the hashtag of whatever New Japan show it is. And I'm like, nope, not a typo. I meant to say that. And people will <laughs> like, like the tweet and they're like, yeah. Like, These motherfuckers don't know how to brab. spell crab. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's the other guy on the tweety tonight and he still doesn't, they don't know how to spell crab. What's going on? That's oh my funny. goodness. I, so That's great. We got a match that I feel like uh, is a match that will happen. It'll be good, but Will Ospreay is definitely beating Lance Archer, unless they want to swerve me, and I don't mind if they do, but come on, man. Osprey Omega is that's where it's at, right? Yeah. Well, this this Osprey versus uh, Lance Archer match, if you remember, this was kind of Lance Archer's coming out party, this match, in the G1 a couple years ago. He had... Mm. Uh, he had basically left Elite Squad, right. you know, um, and so because they were not good. And, uh, you know, he still was in suzuki Goon, but, uh, you know, the heart guy left. And so here we are. We got our, you know, British Bulldog guy, that guy. He left. So he didn't have a tag partner. He was in the G1 and like he had a match versus uh, Will Ospreay. And it was amazing. And they like did all kinds of fun stuff. And that match was incredible. And that was when everyone was like, hey, Lance Archer can go. And, uh, you know, he can go when it comes to certain wrestlers. And so this match will be great. Um, Absolutely. I have a few, you know, I don't know. They might go pretty hard, man. I'm, I'm very interested in this. Yeah, maybe it was the Davy Boy Smith Jr. stank on him. But I was just like, oh, yeah, Lance Archer. Oh, he's Lance Hoyt. Oh, yeah, he was all right. And then I saw that match with, with Will Ospreay. And I was like, oh, 
It's funny too because like Will Osprey is almost thirty or around that at ballpark. He's he's had all the tools for quite a while, and for some wrestlers it takes a little longer for all that to kind of coalesce. Even still, like you're right, if he's if well, he's got a fucking kick-ass person to wrestle against, the match is right. gonna be great. That's the key to him, which is fine. And I just so so he's like Goto in your mind. <laughs> he's not as good as Goto in my mind, Lou. But uh, yeah, I know uh, that's rough. But because Goto can bring somebody else up a little bit. You know, it must pain, are, pain so. you every time you have to give Goto props because, like, people aren't wrong. He's pretty good. I saw him live. He was really good. You shut up. Uh, but then I got to – then after he fucked off, I got to watch Shingo versus Robbie Eagles, and that was fucking yeah. a lot better. <laughs> I mean, okay, think about it this way. You know, let's compare him with Shingo. Have you ever seen a Shingo match and been like, ah, that was just okay? No, Never. if they're all awesome, right? Have you ever seen a Goto match and thought, oh, that was just okay? Most of yeah. them, right? So, and honestly, I would much rather be watching Goto singles matches than these tag matches, uh, you know, but we'll see. They'll be fun. But anyway, Luke, uh, uh, I'm excited about that match. That'll be fun. The next one is just five guys. I can't yell. Oh. It's early in the morning versus LIJ. Fucking Teton is back. Go back to Mexico, Teton. Oh my God, <laughs> that's a great area, Mr. Andy. It is, uh, and like that's that's the that's like everyone I know, and and uh, you know I can't I I live in the Midwest, folks, and I swear to God I will be talking to like some old lady at work that I'm trying to you know make a sale to at my job, and everything's going great, nicest old lady ever, and all of a sudden out of nowhere she'll just be like, you know I hate foreigners, and you're just like what the fuck, and that's kind of how everyone is around here. They they all want to tell you, I don't like it when people move to our country and they don't speak our language. Learn English. I swear to God, I hear that once a week from somebody unsolicited without, I, you know, any no one bringing up foreigners at all. And it's absurd. And I was making fun of that. So that's, that's no longer <laughs> a gray no area. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I would, I, I would say that like, did everyone who heard fighting with a real sword, yeah, burst out laughing and then immediately thought, I love it? Like, non-ironically, like, I fucking love that. Like, you burst out laughing first, but then you were just like, oh, that's fucking hilarious. That's probably a gray area, too. But well, whatever, we can't help it. Helps, it helps that Max the Max is, like, the greatest song um, ever. Uh, so, yeah, like, it's, I, like, it's a beautiful cake you know, that is, it looks amazing. And then you bite into it and it's, it's so good. You know, that's can we what's going it, on there. Can we use it for our G1 shit this year again? We all, we, of course. I know we always do, but I, I need it. I need it again. But yes, we've got we just, just five guys versus <laughs> LHA. That's a match. <laughs> Dude, this is one of my favorite feuds in wrestling period right now. And for a while. And man, Sonata was my go-to for ages. I know Sonata's not in this match, but he was my he was my go-to for ages, and I, I just like that piece of commentary. Like, if Sonata can't win this, he's going to be the next go-to, and it's kind yeah. of yeah. Well, we're not we're not to that match yet, so <laughs> I know, I know, but we're talking about just five guys and Lij, and I, I love this feud. So um, Doki's going to pin Naito here, right? Oh, dude, <laughs> that'd be awesome. <laughs> 
I, I bet you Teton. Teton's going to I don't know why Naito is even entertaining this feud. I don't know why. Maybe it tickles him the same way that Doki just kind of tickles all of us, you know? <laughs> but I love it so much. I don't care if it's countless Naito pinning Dokis. I don't care. I, I love their chemistry. It, 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 it It's so much fun. Also, I I know they've also already had a few of these matches. Is it greedy to want, like, Another Shingo Taichi King of Pro Wrestling match? Is that greedy? We're going to get that probably, I would think, right? You know? I mean, maybe not. I don't know. It just seems like they're they're fighting each other right now. I would feel like that in this match, they're going to lariat the shit out of each other over and over again. And then after the match, they're going to look at each other and go, huh? What do you think? All right. I have one suggestion. Is, is some fantasy dream book shit here, Miss Andy? Yes, sir. All right. Taichi versus Shingo. Versus the man who makes the rules, Aaron Hanare. Okay. In some kind of like, I don't know. I don't know how you do it. I'm quite happy with just the one-on-ones, but uh, I I feel like, all right, maybe we've seen Hanare do the the fucking banger with, uh, sorry, I know you hate that. I know you hate that. With uh, Chef's Kiss. uh, (laughs) we've We've seen him do the amazing match with Shingo. I reckon he could do it with Tai Chi as well. I reckon... That yeah. would be awesome. But yeah, yeah. Um, I know I know they love Shingo and I love to book him strong and I, I love that they do that. But I, I'm not ready to see Taichi part with that belt and Shingo's already been the king of pro wrestling. So can we have one more Shingo match with Taichi winning and then, uh, and then see where we go from there? Well, the, here's the issue, okay, is that there is no issue between Taichi and Hanare. So they got to make that. If that match is going to happen, uh, because yeah, they might be winning the tag titles. You don't know. Yeah. Well, and Tai Chi's matches, it's all about emotions. So we gotta, gotta have that emotion in there. So, uh, you know, and anyway, so that'll be fun. And next Luke, we have, it's the jet setters for now. They're called the intergalactic jet setters, I think, or something. It's just like when Jefferson airplanes decided to call themselves Jefferson Uh, starship. (laughs) They fucking rule. And like I like Dude. 80s, 80. I like Starship better than I like Jefferson Airplane. So maybe that's sacrilege. All right, all right. Starship it is a little bit. I love Jefferson Airplane, but I really like Jefferson Starship. It, it's there's no wrong answer in my heart. Like I mean, all... n- nothing's gonna stop us now. Are you fucking kidding me? We built this city on rock and roll. Those songs yeah. are amazing. Oh my god, they're so good. <sighs> anyway, they're very 80s. But uh, the person, the people who are facing. The international intergalactic uh, jet setters is catch two two in a match that we have kind of talked about already. So, yeah, can we talk about it some more? Because I'm really excited for this, and <sighs> I guess like part of me is feeling like Kevin Knight and Kushida. No, not Kevin and Knight. Kushida lost so much that maybe they need to win here. Mm. Kevin Knight didn't lose anywhere near as much as Kushida. In fact. Uh, <laughs> wow. Yeah, Kevin Knight had more points than Kushida did. Like, that's, that's amazing. But, yeah, do you think Catch the Two have a chance? Like, I really want it. Like, I loved their run. Their run as the junior tag team champions was my favorite run since Katamaro and Desperado, that really long one they had. 
I liked it better than that. I thought that was yeah. I mean, to me, they're like one of the best junior tag teams we've ever seen in New Japan. So, you know, I one of my favorite matches this year, which we will mention at the end of year spectacular, of course, Mm -hmm. is Catch 2-2 versus Doki and Kanemaru. Oh, my God. Don't spoil the end of the year. Oh, sorry. uh, Top 10, you know, five-star rating. uh, Spectacular, please. So, geez. Sorry. I know. But we... We have talked about that match a few times, but uh, <laughs> I was wondering on the previous episode if this match would happen, and uh, it is happening. Of course, yeah. <laughs> uh, street signs point the way, my friend. Uh, but right. uh, next, Luke, we have a match I'm really looking forward to because I don't care who wins, and I just think that uh, you know everybody's going to win who watches it. It's Jeff Cobb versus a Zach, a Saber, a Junior. That'll be fucking awesome in their rematch. I would love for them to go to the time limit again. How awesome would that be? One more time. Oh, then, give them a trilogy. Keep, well, they give them a trilogy, having, then change the title. It, <gasps> yeah, and then this way they could they could kind of fix the ending because last time the ending wasn't so good. The finish was like kind of messed up. So if they could fix that and do it again, how much fun would that be? I I, I don't know, but we'll and see. And because I, the matches I, are I only 15 minutes like long, we can have an awesome mini trilogy. That would be oh dude, dude. I fantasy dream book. You know what? The best part of uh, some of my favorite fantasy dream book uh, entries are the ones that I've copy and pasted straight from your fantasy dream book. So, <laughs> and that is definitely one of them. I got um, I gotta turn that turn that to read only or something. So you. Can <laughs> <laughs> so. Oh Luke. Yeah. So, so if you have. Got to go back and watch that match again, probably before we see this one. I'll probably go back and watch that again because that was just incredible. But uh, yes, tell me about the tag title loop thing. All right. In fact, this whole tag team title situation has felt like a motherfucking roller coaster because originally it was Yoshihashi, Hiroki Goto, Ozzy Open, and the House of Torture. All right, uh, Dunkzilla's injured. All right, they've had to give up the titles. All right, they've just signed with AEW. All right, it's a t- tag team normal match. All right, now it's another triple threat with the Aaron Hanare and the Great Okan. And look, I love House of Torture, but Yujiro can suck it. Uh, I kind of like Bishimon, but like Goto can suck it. So I'm going for Aaron Hanare. And the greater Khan. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Okay. I want to see, yeah. see some gold on Hanare. He's never had gold in New Japan. Put some gold on the man. He works hard. He's great. He makes the rules, as we've said Damn many straight. times. It's very important that everyone here, we say that many times. But, uh, yes, I, I don't know, man. I, I hope that would be cool, you know, that he wins. I'm, I'm kind of fascinated by this uh, match graphic here because the the titles are just kind of floating, disembodied in the air. And, and – Yoshihashi has a look on his face like he drank too much milk and he's trying to hold it in. You know, it's really funny. He has this kind of like concerned look on his face like I might be pooping my pants. You don't know, you know, and Hanare kind of looks like he's uh, pinching one off, too. So good. Go to never looks like he's had 100 energy drinks before he started. Like he's like I wouldn't pay poker with that motherfucker. Like I just wouldn't do it. Yeah, I wouldn't either, because I'd be like, hey, fuck you. You're. 
but there's like so many other cool people to hang out with besides Goto. I'm not going to play poker with him. You know, I want to play with poker with fucking great Okan. Cause I feel like that would turn into something else <laughs> in a good way. <laughs> so, Luke, after that match, which by the way, I don't have any predictions for that match. I just think it'll be fun. And I kind of want house of torture to win because it'll be funny. And uh, anyway, the, uh, after that, we're going to have the lineups for G1 Climax 33. And uh, that'll be cool. We'll get to see who's in it. And, you know, I think that the next match will play a role in the G1. 33. And that is uh, the next match is for the Never Open title. It's uh-huh. our title. I wish it's David Finley versus Fant- El Fantasmo. So even if El Fantasmo loses this match, um, which... You know, I, that's a great way to debut a new Bullet Club person, by the way. If you, you know, have him run in, that's why if El Phantasma loses or something like that. That might be a finish they could do. Um, but uh, I just feel like that these two are going to be in the same block in the G1 for sure. Hook this up to my veins. Uh, I think... Uh, yeah, I, I really want it to be super excited for the Tama run. He's had two runs on it now, and they were all right. But I'm kind of excited for what David Finley could bring to it. And see, my heart is torn because, you know, at the start of the show, I'll be like, buy our merch. You'll look never as which is like, you know, when ELP will do the finger thing and pull his tongue out. Yes, it is like that. Yes, that's it's it's what I'm channeling here, and he's one of our he's one of the show's favorites. Yeah. And and imagine El Fantasmo, one of our favorite wrestlers, having our favorite belt on him. He would be amazing. Having said that, I really like this David Finley run, and it feels like it's too soon to take the belt off him. Maybe have the killer Clark Connors fuck him, fuck him over, or maybe get yes a new member of this killer Bullet yeah. Club. I agree. Clark um, Connors, good call. I didn't think of that. I like. I'm quite happy to say that I don't mind who wins. Holy shit, I'm I'm excited for it. Yeah. All right. I don't know. It. I feel like we're in a good place if we can look at the never open title match and be like, "Are you excited? Yes. Are you excited? Yes." Yeah. I just wish it would be never's fuck, which you know, I don't yeah. know. We'll see. We'll see. I have a feeling this next match might satisfy us in that respect. Uh, this is for the never open six man titles. Holy shit! If they just it, just putting them on a Carter and Tanner at the same time is already elevated these motherfucking stank belts, but I can't believe how excited I am still for some of these matches that have been coming up the last year or two, but shit. It's Tomohiro Ishii, Hiroshi Tanahashi, and Kazuchika Okada versus John Moxley, Claudio Castagnoli, fucking hell, who is also the Ring of Honor champion, and Shooter Umino. I know it's Shota Umino, but I call him the Shooter. Oh, man, I'm pumped. And I want... Oh. You know what my favorite finish to this match would be? Legit? Okada um, pinning Shooter Umino. Yeah. Yeah. You know, Because maybe I love that story. Stack- mm-hmm. Sorry, go. I was just going to say stack all those people up. Like stack John Moxley, you know, Claudio, and Shooter, Shooter all up. 
to Abu Sharuni, say, I'm a bitch, <laughs> and then pin him. All right. <laughs> I don't know, man. I still think Moxley's amazing. And yeah. I love Vincent Claudio. So yeah, this match is... I just... New Japan. I don't care about AEW. So pin him. Yeah. Luke, what... Um, Here's a spot that must happen in this match. Right? Everybody's fighting on the outside. Claudio and Ishii are alone in the ring. And oh. Claudio does the giant swing on Ishii. It must happen. Must happen. So <laughs> I want to see that so bad. That would be so funny. By the way, I don't know. I have not watched a, the AE dub. So it, Claudio used yeah. to have a move he did on the indies, which was an airplane spin where he would let go and just – he would let go with his hands and let somebody just sit on his shoulders. His, I guess he's a heel, so he's not doing that kind of shit in AEW, is he? He was the face when he started. I can't – if only Ian was your fucking host of the Never Open podcast – because he'd be like, yeah, he does that all the time. Um, I, <laughs> yes. <clears throat> should we have him on one time? Like, we should have him on one time, right? I would oh, love should that. I? That would be fun. All right. Uh, suddenly, I thought to myself, should I have said that out loud on a, on a recording? No, no. Um, Luke. That'd be cool. That is not gray area. You are fine. Hell yes, yes. that match would be really fun and uh, I think that'll be one of those ones where we're watching it and you just forget you're watching a a fake wrestling match and you're just like wow this is like really cool it'll be highly entertaining and I think that you're right I think Okada is going to be a little stiff even in the photo uh, you know him actually so Tanahashi's kind of smiling doing his Tanahashi look he's like I'm tired and Okada's like fuck this and Ishii's like what in the picture, it's really funny. He's just got the. I can see the picture got, here. Yeah, Ishii's he's got like, the look. Tanahashi. It's, it's that same look that he had when Taguchi tagged him in on the last show. That like, what the fuck? That was great. If you ever thought who'd pick up the slack against young lions and young boys now that uh, Suzuki has kind of like taken a, a backseat. Mm-hmm. I never thought it would be Kazuchika Okada and it would be one of my favorite fucking storylines of the whole wrestling year. I love it. I love it. I'm just glad we don't have to hear you yelling about how Okada sucks anymore. So. I love it too. Dude, I, love, I don't have to do that for <laughs> Sonata. I like that I like that wrestling can turn turn you around. You can't you can't just be a stick in the mud. You've got to be like, oh, yeah, I like that. I don't like that. You know. Flow yeah. like water. That's right. See, because I'm, uh, I'm on my way to the uh, to the Grandmaster, obviously. But, yeah, uh, <clears throat> all right. Look, Wato's got to win, right? And in this one respect, I don't mind if it's predictable as fuck because it's against Hiromu. And I am never surprised if New Japan's just like, nah, Hiromu's winning. So, Wato's got to win, right? I hope so. I mean, I feel like that, it, you know, he's never beat Hiromu. And, you know, I what are we doing? If you, like, I don't know how often somebody wins the Best of Super Juniors and doesn't win the titles. I mean, I'm, we, need, we need John Schmanchman to tell us about that. So, because uh, I don't know. But I feel like if you win Best of Super Juniors, you're getting the title. And plus, this would be a great way to get the title off of Hiromu so he can do whatever else he's going to do. Because, good Lord, like he he's turned into Okada, where it's like 
He is. Give this guy something else to do. You know what I mean? He's so bored. He's booking his own shows now. You know what I mean? Let's give him something to do that's different. Just saying. Yep. And as someone who, as you were just uh, so eloquently saying just before, uh, you were sick of me just going, oh, Okada, Okada always wins or wins. Uh, I'm on the Okada train. That's <laughs> definitely what I sound like because I just did the, my, the impression of you doing me. And it sounds like me. So it is how I do that. Yes. Uh, I don't know. Uh, this is my favorite Okada since Scooby-Dooby-Doo. Uh, I mean, <laughs> that was terrible too. So. I know. I don't give a okay, shit. Okay, so, so Hiromu uh, versus uh, Wado, will they be able to, you know, go to the heights that, uh, you know, Teton versus Wado was? Because, I mean, that was, I, I know, like, that wasn't a perfect match or anything as far as the, the mm. crowd, or excuse me, the moves and stuff, but the way they got the crowd behind them and, like, the fact that they, were able to go to the peaks and valleys that any new Japan like main event will do. And, and, you know, Oh man, they nailed that. That was really good. And that gives me hope for master Wado because, you know, we, I, he, he is obviously wrestles in a very Japanese style, but we've never, I, I haven't seen him able to kind of do that before. So that was, that was encouraging. I'm excited for him. Uh, I'm excited because the chances of seeing Hiromu Takahashi lose his title to a German suplex is high. And I fucking love the German suplex. It's one of my, no, it's my favorite wrestling move. It is nice. The German suplex is my favorite wrestling move. Doesn't matter what kind like Ishimori is like uh, through the ropes, Canadian kind of German, like, Oh my God, hook that shit up to my veins. (laughs) Oh my God. Uh, The one that fucking, Renarita does an early one right there, right now. Uh, what's his name from Glee? What about, what about, oh yeah, Lindemann. What about when Okada busts one? Oh, it's always fuck. awesome, right? Because he does the high angle one too, and it's always crazy. See, Which, by the lot, way, a lot of Okada's cool. moves you see him done, and they're like, oh my god, that's a work of art. Like, show that to anyone who wants to be a wrestler and be like, hey, by the way, ah, real quick, real quick story. I, yep. I have a friend who uh, trained at the uh la dojo right it's not lexus montas different guy and i just think this is such a cool story so he was there you know for whatever three days and they had a guest uh trainer come in and it was okada i guess he was there for a show so they everyone got to line up and go in the ring and lock up with okada for a few minutes and just kind of you know what do whatever and i i asked him i said so what was it like you know uh locking up with okada and he said it was like wrestling air He's like, it's like he wasn't even there. That's how like light his touch is. <laughs> I was like, that's amazing. Cause that's one of the magic tricks of wrestling. Yes. We see them kick the shit out of each other, but you know, sometimes when a guy, we see a guy just getting his face wrenched off or his arm removed, he just feels like he's laying there and everything's fine, you know? So, cause you know, they take care of each other when it comes to of course. And stuff like that. So I don't know. I thought that was pretty funny. These guys got to work with each other every year, you know, like, off and on, like, I'm doing a program with you this time. Oh, yeah, cool. All right, yeah. Dude, I don't know, man. Like, 2023, I've said this a few times, is the, the wildest year for wrestling because not only am I like, man, I want to see what Kasushka Okada does next. I want to see what the IWGP World Heavyweight Champion does next. 
because he's in my favorite faction in New Japan Pro Wrestling, <laughs> which is just five guys. I don't care. I'm allowed to change my mind. I'm allowed to grow and change. I'm allowed to be dumb or smart and do all that stuff. We both are. That's why we're awesome. I don't even know what to say about this match because it's like it's fucking like it's Sonata versus Yoda Suji, but we just like I don't know. I'm not ready for the. Uh, I I feel like I just kind of fell in like with Sonata, so I'm not ready for him to lose the title. But I'm also <laughs> like, like it would suck if Yoda Suji lost his first match. Like, <laughs> you know, like it's for the title and you lost. You know, but uh, yeah. what do you think? Yeah. If I was a super mark, I would go back and try to find matches where they wrestle each other in tag matches or singles matches in the past. Quiz Shamshima. Yeah, when Suji was a young lion, and I bet yeah. you, you know, there'll be some callbacks and stuff like that. So, uh, but I just, one of the things that's cool about Suji and what we've seen is that he is like Osprey. And what I mean is, is that he's bringing, and ELP and various other guys, well, Bushi too, he's bringing the junior style uh, to the heavyweights. We've seen him wrestle and he does like Hurricane Rana's and he flies all over the place and shit like that. So I think that's like his style and how it'll mesh with Sonata. I hope that that's, you know, more of the heavyweight style evolving, you know, because it's neat how new Japan has various versions of that. Like you're always going to have the classic Tanahashi versus Okada. You know, that's, that's like the quintessential new Japan match. Right. But you're also got oh, the, yeah. you got these new ones where it's like, you know, it's, I mean, I guess it's not new anymore. Kenny Omega has been there a long time and he kind of did that same thing, but it's like, I don't know. I like the junior style working in there and Suji from Suji is surprising. So uh, I, I think it's awesome. Sonata, you know, isn't going to have to slow down for anybody here. And I don't know. I'm interested to see who the crowd cheers to. It might be split. Should be fun. Yeah, I, I can't wait. I feel like you, I can't speak for you, but I feel like we have some of the sim, 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 similar sensibilities in that we like the stuff that we like, that that that's old and we've seen it before. And we like to go back and watch some wrestling and stuff, but we like new shit and we like seeing new stuff and we like seeing fresh stuff. So uh, New Japan is pretty much giving us We've got fresh factions, fresh matches, fresh tournament winners, fresh everything. And hook it up to my veins, Mr. Guy. I'm, I'm fucking loving it. I'm loving it. Good. Good. Well, let's let's get the rest of this fucking you know, uh, wrestling talk out of the way. So uh, we got this all Japan, new Japan Noah show that's coming up and it's like the, you know, forbidden door of Japan all together mm -hmm. again. Right. And so they announced a bunch of matches for that. Um, some notable ones, one that is just at the top of my list as what the fuck it's a show to Umino versus Yoshitatsu. <laughs> Are you fucking serious? I can see it. I see it right there. Serious. Yeah, it's one of the only single matches on the show. So. Dude, my, my mental response to you saying that match was, bitch, are you for real? It's hilarious because, you know, we have a, a history with Yoshitatsu on the show. If you don't know about it, go listen to some of our best episodes, the uh, Takataichi Mania episodes. Those are amazing. And he is always on those, so that's fun. Um, dude, but, uh, yeah. Dude. 
I've just skimmed through some of these. Like, I feel like the best thing I'll see that night will be Keita Kiyomiya, Miyahara Kento, and Hiroshi Tanahashi versus Keno, Yuma Ayuagi, and Kazuchika Okada. Um, look, four of those people get the fuck out of here, even though like either you know what I mean. Like, I just want to see what Kiyomiya and Okada are gonna do. That's all I want to see. Man, he's got it. He's get, like he's got to get the pin in that match, right? Not on right? Okada necessarily, but he's got to get the pin. Come on, man, that poor guy. He doesn't uh, deserve to be jobbed out that bad. He uh, doesn't. He's uh, awesome. He's so good. I mean, oh, it's, I felt it's bad like, for him in that Okada match. Like, I get, I get you want to put heat on your like baby face to get him to have a place to go. You know, because it clears the way for him to have a comeback and be awesome, right? In in the storyline sense, but uh, maybe you don't have to throw him underground under to do that. <laughs> so. He didn't just get thrown under the bus. He he, there was like the manhole cover was open, and he yeah. got thrown under the bus. He he missed the bus, and he went into the sewer at the same time. Like that's the kind of shit we're talking about. Like holy shit. Yeah, the Ninja Turtles are actually driving through that part, too, in the, in the <laughs> sewer, in their, like, pizza van, and they fucking run over them, too, on accident. So, um, another match I find interesting, so there's this guy, I don't, I'm not, maybe we've seen these guys, there's All Japan, like, heavyweight tag team, uh, Ishikawa and Amori, and they're going to face the kind of newly reformed Goshiyazaki and Nakajima tag team. So, oh. you know, because Nakajima left Ken, left Keno and uh, Kongo and everything. So that'll be fun to see him because he's kind of baby face now and it's a little, little different. And so that'll be fun. And, uh, you know, another one, there's Strong Style versus like Team Noah. This is, well, yeah, this is all Team Noah. So we got the Junta guy. Uh, Segura and Marafuji are going to wrestle strong style. So we're going to see, you know, Desperado versus Segura and Suzuki hmm. versus Marafuji. That'll be a lot of fun. I like that. Hell yeah. Hook that shit up to my veins. Like it's going to, this show's going to be awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Uh, Amakusa is uh, tagging with Ta- uh, Hiromu, which good. See, that's the thing. On the same show that they buried Kiyomiya, they also kind of buried Amakasa yeah. uh, because like Hiromi just fucking whooped his ass. That's where our fucking like jokes of like New Japan's being swinging deck just came out. By the way, I I just thought of this in my brain. Uh I'm interested in this Goshiyazaki and uh Nakajima stuff. Ian, mate if you ever just want to be like, uh, oh, I'm not up to date on Ring of Honor, oh, Strong's not even a show now. If you ever just want to give us an update on Noah, you can do that too. If you if you if yeah. you if you want, you don't have to do like any one thing or anything consistently. Just send us something, man. Like we don't care. We love it. Yeah, I I think that's uh, you know, that's would be awesome because I'm very interested and, you know, I don't know what's going on other than the broad strokes I just gave you. So, I mean, we were talking last, last time about some all Japan show that's got like fucking, you know, super tall dude and Oscar lube. And it's like, there's all these new Japan guys in there. and I'm not really sure what they're doing there. 
<laughs> I mean, like, I don't know what the yeah. story is. Like, it's invasion angle, but it's not. I don't know. So it's hard to tell just from the surface and seeing. I, I feel like uh, I feel like maybe they're being invaded in a heavyweight, in an upper card, or maybe more mid card level. And they thought maybe maybe an extra level of stank on top of that would be like his Oscar Lube is gonna fuck your lung lines up. <laughs> oh yeah. You think your young lions have learned shit? Oh, yeah. See how good he is at doing brabs. There you go. Didn't didn't Riho Iwa face uh, Yano, the Noah guy? Yeah, I think did. they did. Yeah, I think it was him, but they that's great when the young lions. Notice that Vegeta isn't in that. Notice how Kosai Vegeta isn't in that uh, young lion gauntlet match. What's going on? Yeah. Because he's in a tag match, I think. Oh, that's or, right. Wait, he's no, he's got to do with stars. Or maybe, or he's uh, no, he's not in a tag match. He's just going to be ringside for Zack Saber Jr. Or I don't know. You know, we'll see. Maybe he'll run in. That would be awesome. Some drama in the in the Young Lions. That would be great. But uh, I, I mean, Luke, I don't have any more wrestling stuff to talk about other than just to tell you that AEW's booking is weird and. But we already talked about that. So I have all the tools. In fact, I've got too much tools. I need to sell some of those tools off and focus on the tools I have, and then like use those tools good. Okay. So here's what they should do. You you know you, instead of having a yard sale or something like that, just call show up, see which size spanners he doesn't have, and sell <clears> those. Right? That would really help empty out the toolbox a little bit. Definitely. You've solved it. You've solved the case. Oh, well done. Answer. So, uh, wow. Hey, not only were we at the fireworks factory, we we we, we uh, hung around too long, and the uh, people who worked there told us to leave. <laughs> uh, we <laughs> talked a lot about uh, Dominion. Fuck yeah, man! I'm excited. But uh, yeah. Tell me about these movies you saw. All right. So one of the nights I did not get to watch New Japan Pro Wrestling Live was because there's a few, like, franchise journeys I'm on right now and uh, with uh, my my sister and my wife. One of them is the Mission Impossible ones, and uh, we all agree, like, number two is the worst, and after number two they get progressively more awesome. The other franchise we we kind of we've we've been watching through thick and thin is the Fast franchise, and uh, rather than watch New Japan, I'm so ashamed. We went and saw Fast X, dude. I, so I've rated some of these movies pretty decent scores because as popcorn dumb action movies, they've served the, their purpose and their job well. Oh, yeah. So, like, this movie was fucking shit. That was boring. <laughs> and as soon as the movie ended on a cliffhanger, I was like, yeah, it felt like it was going to end up on a cliffhanger because it felt like you guys were stalling for fucking an hour before you could fucking let the credits roll. Jesus Christ. Yeah, it was the worst. Like, oh. I don't know. Like, usually they're dumb fun. This one was just dumb. So, yeah, I'm, I'm a <laughs> big dumb idiot. 
there's your there's your tagline right there that's pretty good what um so what about uh ronin um aka aquaman i heard he was good in it is that not true he's good in it it, it takes really long retcon at the start, start of the oh, sorry fit spoilers to establish his character but i'm almost like all right cool they killed his family now he wants to kill theirs because it's all about families, you know. Right. You know, there should be a band. You know how Blink-182, I know you hate them, but you know how the rumour is Blink-182 got their name uh, out of how many F-words there were in Scarface? I want some band to name themselves Family 587. Or however many times I said the words family in that fucking franchise. Holy shit. Um, yeah. Okay, well, I mean, you don't sound very excited about that. You sound like sad, like the like someone you know like shot your dog or something like that. Yeah, it's the fast, it's uh, fast uh, and the furious, Luke. They're all. I know you stupid. say that. Come on. I know, I know you Come say on. that, but I like watching trashy movies and I like watching fun trashy movies, and sure. most of these movies are fun trash. Fast X yeah. was just like the trash the just that one just trash okay well i mean i i uh have really like i saw the first of those i remember that one and then i watched hobbs and shaw and we reviewed it on the road home from wrestling because the rock was in it and that was fun to review edris elba was in it and he got fucking buried you know um but uh it was uh that was fine i'm just not really interested in those movies at all they just don't I don't even like to me, the jokes aren't even funny, like the family thing. OK, great. Get it. You know, the like you see a trailer and they're like doing some ridiculous shit in the car and you're like, yeah, that's what these movies are. I don't know how many times you can do it, but it does not interest me at all. Like I, <laughs> I can't even, Dude, you know, they even do Rocket League in this movie. They do Rocket League. Oh, where they're playing soccer with the, the cars you see. Yeah. Okay. Look, if you care about spoilers about Fast X, like I don't know, I think feel like li- listeners need to figure out their priorities or something. But that movie's yeah, bad, and I don't feel bad from saying that something was a little rocket leaguey. But uh, well, I did, I, I did watch another movie that I didn't expect a huge amount of. I didn't expect anything. I was like, it, I was like, all right, I guess I'll watch this. So I watched it, and I was. More than pleasantly surprised, it was really good, and that was the Dungeons and Dragons Honor Among Thieves movie. I really liked it. <laughs> yeah, it's great. I watched it a couple weeks ago, and I just was like, "Well, that's fucking good." You know, I mean, I, I don't know. I really enjoyed it. I don't remember a goddamn thing about it except Captain Kirk is in it, and uh, <laughs> you know, but uh, I really thought it was a good time, and uh, it kind of like was like it, so i think what it is is it's like a it's like a b minus the movie is and you're mm. expecting you're expecting like a d plus you know that's what you're expecting yes and you go into it and it's like a b minus and you're like well i was that is a pleasant supply surprise you know that's kind of what it's like watching it so you go in there expecting a train wreck and yet you, you get these whole set pieces that are really clever like they need to find out where some item is, and in order to find that out, they need to spoil us. If we bring something up, we're going to spoil it. 
Yeah. So they start digging graves using this, and then they use this item on the dead bodies oh, to, to answer questions <laughs> and stuff. And they can only answer a certain amount of questions, so they fuck up the first first few times, and then they start being like narrowing it down. And just when they thought they'd narrowed it down, I've got to ask another dead body, and they're just getting so bored of it. And it's, I'm like, <laughs> man, not only did this feel like it felt like a really good Dungeons and Dragons RPG, but instead of like choosing things myself, someone chose them for me, you know, and uh, in, in a really good way. I really, every, every time Michelle Rodriguez would make uh, like uh, horny eyes at like uh, small people, and I don't mean like little people, I mean oh, like yeah. oh, normal sized people yeah. that were really small, fucking hilarious every single time. The movie made me laugh more than it. I thought it would. It was cleverer than I thought it even needed to be, if that even makes sense. I just had a really damn good time watching it. And uh, hey, if uh, they, if Captain Kirk wants to make a sequel, I think I'd check it out. I might even watch it the movies the next one. That's how much I liked it. Well, I saw Fast X, so like my standards are low. That whole thing where they're in the graveyard. There's a, there's like a, a couple other layers to that too, where like they don't want to leave these people just dead there or, you know, or a lot, these dead people alive, they don't want to just leave them there. So they have to like kill them again or like something like that. Right. And so they leave one of the guys there. So there's like this kind of added element of that's kind of fucked up. <laughs> so can somebody, ask, some, really can someone ask me one more question, please? Yeah, that's what one it more is. Question they... Before I can go back to my restful slumber. <laughs> right. and they just walk away. So it's funny, but it's also like, man, that's fucked up. And, uh, I, you know, the whole thing where uh, Michelle Rodriguez, like, visits her ex-boyfriend, and then we see that he has a new girlfriend. It's like just another giant woman. It's so funny. So, by the way, so if you like that, I, I know that you, I don't know, man. I don't know if this is a good recommend. This is a, you know, I think it's a really bad movie, but my God, it makes me laugh. There's a like kind of like a spoof Dungeons and Dragons type movie. It's called uh, Your Highness, and it's got like oh Natalie Portman's in it, and yeah, um, yeah it's the guy from you know, Pineapple Express. Yeah, correct. It's those two guys, and that fucking movie is so goddamn funny. Uh, I really enjoy that. So those are those are both pretty good. Uh, the Dungeons and Dragons movie is not a spoof, but it's definitely got elements of that. I don't know. I really thought it was great. Who was the bad guy? Like, I can't, I, I'm, it was I think Hugh I watched Grant. it. That's right. Yeah, and he was, like, tricky bad guy, secret heel, like, kind of. You knew he's a heel, oh, yeah. but, he, you know, so, uh, you know, that's a good movie. I, You know, it surprised me. Like, I went into it, as you said, expecting, like, a D minus, and I got, like, a, a, a D plus. I got a B minus, so it's like, all right, cool. I've, Take- uh. I've been doing something a little different now uh, because I bought a PS5 recently and I have never had that. I've been on a PS4 for a long time and it's crazy. So I walk in, I had this whole like plan to get it. I had this like whole financial plan to get it so it wouldn't like kill me. Um, And uh, there was a sale going on. So I walk into Best Buy, that's where I bought it. And I go over to look at the games because I figure I'll get a game. 
and you know two so i can play a game and fucking octopath traveler 2 is staring me in the face and i'm like what i did not know there was a sequel to this game and not only that but it's on ps5 the first one was switch only so i love that game and so i went and i checked it out and uh i've been watching some tv and some sports and shit but man i've been playing a lot of octopath <laughs> it's like it's like the greatest game ever because it's like i don't i don't know if you like those jrpgs like uh dragon warrior or you know uh fine the first final fantasy and second ones like that but that's what it is with the most beautiful music you've ever heard and the most beautiful like scenery you've ever seen and it's and it's really complicated storyline wise and how everything works oh my god but it's so simple that game rules luke all right. I actually have Octopath Traveler, the first one, downloaded onto my Xbox and I haven't played it yet, so... You motherfucker. You, I mean, yeah. you could you could play the second one without playing the first one, too. It's like the same kind of world, but it's different characters altogether. And and the idea is that one of the reasons that it's, like, got infinite play, replayability is because you, like, you start with one person and then you add seven other people. But the order in which you add them and the places you go is like going to be different every single time. So, you know, whatever eight times eight times whatever, I don't know how to do math, but there's like a lot of possibilities of those different combinations. And each character can also kind of like do different classes. So it's it's you can make it complicated if you want to. So it's got that element for people that might like that. And then for me, it's really simple because I don't I don't like the do all the crafting and all that shit and i don't have to so i uh, great game i love it all right so i want you to take the mentality you have for playing this game mm-hmm. and then play fallout new vegas <laughs> so i sold fallout new vegas to help me get the ps5 so it's all great. right no no, <laughs> no man i'm not even mad i'm not even mad you used it to get like an upgrade so like i can't be mad but yeah yeah. yeah, I got, uh, I actually bought, um, over the weekend, they, Best Buy was having a sale and they had, uh, what you call it, um, AC Valhalla for 20 bucks for PS5. So I've been like picking games up here and there that I'll get back into because I played the shit out of that on PS4. And, uh, you know, it's, it looks way better on my TV and it's all fancy and the controller is so detailed with the shaking it's a little off-putting at first but like you i don't know you ride a horse and you feel the you know like the like i was playing ghost of tsushima and you're riding a horse and as you go over the grass it's like a soft kind of thump and then when you hit the road it's harder it's fucking crazy so that shit's awesome i've uh not a big video game guy but man lately that's uh that's all i've been doing that and watching a few tv shows i have a one recommendation for you, Luke, a new show. It's on Apple TV. You can also watch it by other means. And it's called Silo. <laughs> have, have you heard of this? This uh, have you, Do you know about this? Have you heard about this? I have not. I have not. <laughs> it's like, okay, so these people live in this like silo thing. And it's just like, basically, it's a giant tower. And we don't know where it's at. We think it's on Earth. We don't know. And they've been there for at least 140 years. They don't know who built the place. They don't know why they're there. They don't know anything. 
and they just try to keep the place alive and try to, you know, not kill each other. But the crazy thing is that they have these little cameras that show the outside and there's this whole like kind of like religious element to it where someone has to go out there and clean the lens. But if you go outside, you die. So it's like there's this it's kind of like it's like Logan's run. But instead of, you know, it's really dangerous out there. You know what I mean? So, but apparently it's based on a set of books and they actually answer all the questions they bring up in the books. So I have hope that it will be not just a giant mystery box, but it's really cool because characters die and it's not really about the characters. It's about the place. So I have a feeling lots of characters are going to die. So. No shit. It's a good show. Highly recommend it. So don't get attached to anyone. I mean, or do, and you'll feel it more. So <laughs> it's just like me with every uh, just five guys loss. Oh, Turkey just jobbed again. Oh, my soul. I saw, I saw <laughs> yeah. uh, Guardians Too of the Galaxy Volume Three. That was really good, man. I don't know. You don't like those movies, is that correct? Uh, I really like the first one. Oh, okay. For... For whatever reason, I didn't gel with the second one. I I just thought everyone in the second one was, they were all assholes. So I was just like, well, if everyone's an asshole, like, who am I supposed to go for again? Like, oh, I'll just go for Kurt Russell. Oh, he's the bad guy. He's going to lose. So, yeah. No, um, <clears throat> so I'm just going to wait for stream, whatever, for Guardians yeah. 3. Yeah, I I can help you watch that by other means if you would like, but uh, it's, <laughs> you know, it, it, I don't know. I thought it was really good. It was like uh, really kind of emotional and it's, and it works. I don't know. It worked for me. I was a good, that's the last movie I saw in the theaters. I saw John wick four. You got to see that, but settle in. That might be a good streaming one because it's so fucking long and you could like pause after the second fight scene when you're an hour and a half in and be like, ah, oh, watch the rest later. You know, <laughs> <laughs> those fight scenes are literally half hour long. There's more than one fight scene that's at least a half hour long in that show, in that movie. It's fucking crazy, but it's so much work, fun. Work on your fucking cardio. Holy shit. Yeah. Yeah. Your, your eyeball cardio. That's right. <laughs> Can't train your face, Luke. Yeah, I was just about to say that. <laughs> We we heard them say that too in the last show. I, I think it was Chris Charlton said, "Hey, you can't train your face." That was hilarious. I I it always makes me laugh. You can't train your face, and I'm just like, you ever heard of acting? Pretty sure the wrestlers are doing some of that right now. Uh, I'm pretty sure people win golden statues for doing that really good, apparently. So uh, you know. Uh, yeah, you can't train your face. That makes me hey, laugh. Luke. He means so, like muscles and shit. I get it, but yeah. So Luke, yes. I was just gonna say, you know, um, we had originally planned to do two wrestler diaries on this episode, and I don't know, maybe we can still do that. But I'm thinking we should get to one at least, don't you think? I think we should do at least one. That's fuck. That's a great idea. Uh, yeah, awesome. We have four to choose from, Mr. Andy. <laughs> yeah, but there's one in particular that I think needs to be read by you. All right. So Jay has been 
our good listener Jay has been uh, lovely enough to send us a backlog of wrestler diaries. Don't know what wrestler diaries are. I'm too drunk to fucking explain it. Like we've explained it before. Go back. Holy shit. But I'm going to do a wrestler diary and it is the wrestler diary that is apparently just for Luke. And it's by Tamawaki Honma. It is episode 226. And it's called It's Now My 27th Year. Which, That's a uh, lot of Kokeshis, Luke. I don't think, I think he looks older than 27. But let's do it. It is May 21st. It is May 21, 2023. I don't know how I'm going to be able to read all this, but <laughs> I'll just close one eye and see how we go. Oh, my Here we God. Are. Hello, everyone. Kikeshi here. Thank you very much for coming to watch the best of the Super Junior. It's all coming down to the wire. What will happen? It pains me to predict a winner at the end of the day, but I'm going to make a Kikeshi's prediction. Master Wato. Congratulations. He's grown much bigger and he's powered up. But his speed has not dropped off one bit. It's amazing. I'm just jealous of that. <laughs> <laughs> He's no longer being intimidated with his new, with his big new body. <laughs> it's he that's doing the intimidating. Wow, man, Hanma is a wordsmith. Dude, I I figured the same person. Like, when they publish these diaries, I figure it's the same person who just translates all of them. It's not. It really isn't. Because, uh... Maybe it is. Maybe this is the same person that added all that punctuation to, uh, you know, Canamaru's. So... Yeah, you never know. Well, same goes for... Oh, sorry, hang on. I'm up to here. (laughs) I don't know how to say this, but I think Wato should raise his voice more in matches and play to the fans more so that his supporters can get into the groove. Well, same goes for me too. Lol. Gravel voice could catch you celebrating his 26th anniversary. Thought it was 27. Congratulations. I've managed to make it this far. I've been able to do the same thing for 26 years. I truly love this. I definitely like it more now than what I did when I first started. I love wrestling. He says it's now now his 27th year. So he's in his 27th year. He just celebrated his 26th anniversary. Wrap your head around that, Luke. I don't want to do math. Fuck off. I love (laughs) wrestling, but (laughs) but I can't say that I'll be active my whole life. I'm in this until the end, but one day I'll have to retire. And that day will certainly come when I grow to hate working out, when I develop a fear of competition, when I can't get naked anymore. (laughs) Wait, what? (laughs) What? Did I read it out loud? You did. (laughs) What? I think he means, like, when I don't want to show my body in public anymore. Because he's not naked. I mean, unless he thinks he is. Emperor, Emperor's new clothes. 
Emperor's new uh, trunks. That's true. When I can't get naked anymore, when I no longer feel inspired, when I decide to sit things out, when I don't want to get a suntan, etc., etc. <laughs> when that day comes, I'll surely retire. But for now, I feel like I want to go all out on everything at this moment. I'm still going to do the Kakeshi. The dream of me and Makabe-san seems to have come to an end. IWGP tag team. I've tried many a time and couldn't get there. Never open weight class. I have too many feelings about these two for these two belts. They may be out of my reach for now, but I'll get there for sure. I can't imagine my life without oh dreams. God. Let's dream together. If you give up, that's the end. And I sensei laughs. I'm going to advertise something. Three days from today, 11.45, Fuji TV. I'll be on Poker Poker. And then you see a photo of him with some kind of, like, green lion, dude. It's like the cowardly lion with, like, a green beard all the way around. It's probably one of those, like, you know, local uh, town mascots like they have over That's there. That's true. So. I took a picture with a lion. It's so cute. I've loved lions since I was a kid. They're cute, even when you're an adult. I wish I could be like that, too. Luke, you sound so sad about it. <laughs> you're like, I took a picture with a lion. It was so cute. It's like, that's not, like, Hanma seems happy about this. He put All right, I'll, a, I'll an exclamation point. All right, sorry. <laughs> I took a picture of a lion. It's a girl's. I love lots of times to kid. The kid even though when you're not on that. That sounds a lot like him. Yeah. <laughs> Last but not least, who is the strongest junior wrestler right now? Please keep your eyes peeled until the end. Kikeshi is happy. Everyone is happy. Wow. He did it. Adam. That was fantastic, man. I'm a big fan of that one. He can't get when he can't get naked anymore. That's it, hanging it up. That's it. <laughs> so, so you know, Ghetto, you know, I might just wear a sock this night. Uh, no, you can't do that anymore. I retire. No, he'll just go to DDT. They'll let him do that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's weird. In the uh, you know the wrestler diary, we have him wearing his Hanmania T-shirt, of course, because it, it is running wild. Um, and he's eating a cherry, like, or he's, you know, pretending to eat a cherry. So that's weird. But uh, yeah, Hanma Wrestler Diary in the books now. That was fun. I enjoyed it. I did too. And I'm looking at the photo. He's definitely pretending to eat it. And yeah, he has the head of someone who's bled a lot in pro wrestling. I was just thinking. So he says he's on a TV show that's coming up, and it's probably one of these like, you know, just like mainstream. New Japan TV shows and like I just wonder what do people think of that because like we don't like we don't typically have in America we're not get, like you know when Dusty Rhodes was alive he wasn't showing up on you know uh, I don't know uh, spin it to win it or whatever or wheel of fortune or something like that so I just wonder what did like the average public think about when they see Hanma 
you know, are they just like, oh, respect, or are they like, oh my God, that guy cut his forehead so many times, he has giant <laughs> grooves in it. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> I see the grooves, and the first thing I think of is like that. I'm not gonna fuck with that motherfucker because if he's willing to bleed that easily, he's willing to make me bleed just more, even more easily, right? Holy shit. Just don't fuck with motherfuckers with foreheads like that. Like, they're willing to make themselves bleed. You damn well better believe they're willing to make you bleed just as fast. It was really sad, too, when he was talking about that him and Maka Besan are never going to get the titles again. And uh, maybe he needs a different tag partner. I'm just saying, what about, like, Hanma and Ishii as a tag team? That would be fantastic. Oh, my God. Please, he gets really wistful, though, when he's talking about the never open weight belt, because, man, he was a tremendous never champion. Like, ah, but, yeah, you know, it's probably the last great thing he did. So here we are, except for beat Naito that one time. In a match, like, yeah, yeah he beat him by throwing him <laughs> over the top rope, everyone. He didn't win him by yeah. submission or pinfall. It was one of those... Uh, how shall we finalize? Oh, but, uh, eliminations, yeah. And, and Naito still pinned, him, pinned him for like a three-minute count in the lead-up. Like, he pinned him oh so many God. times, and he would just lay on him and, like, not get up. I want to see Doki through, through Naito out like that in one of these tag matches. Well, day. Luke, one more wrestling thing just to mention is that uh, after the uh, Dominion, we have a bunch of these kind of just rando road to new japan shows that's just kind of like rando shows and hopefully we'll get some of that wacky house show shit where it's just a weird feud you know uh like haruma versus yano or you know whatever so one of these wacky feuds that that'll be fun i'm excited yep absolutely agree we've had, a, we've had i feel like we've had quite a lot of big stuff recently it would be nice it would, it would be nice to have a show that's just like hey the only match that matters tonight is the six-man never title match. The rest are all tags. And I'm just like, oh, thank fuck. I remember the uh, two episodes. In two episodes, we covered 70 fucking matches. Yeah. I'm like, and like, motherfucker, we do this for fun. <laughs> you know? That was, not, that was not fun at times. You know, and I readily admit that, and that's just because it was just too much. But uh, hopefully that's the last time we'll ever have to do something like that. But at the same time, it's an accomplishment, you know. We've been doing this a while now. We're coming up on our third anniversary, Luke, which will put us in our fourth year. Hell yeah, man. Fuck. Really? That long? Yeah. That is correct. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but... You know, when you're watching a, a really good New Japan match and they tell you, like, like 20 minutes has passed, 20 minutes, and you're just like, fuck off, time and space doesn't work <laughs> like that, surely. Uh, yeah. You know, same with the show. Three years? It's been fun. Four, almost yeah. four years? Yeah. Fucking nice. Remember that time that, like, somebody won that you didn't like and we pretended that... Uh, that you had quit the show and Makabe came on in your place. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. We used to be a little bored with covering the matches and we would just kind of like do a lot more goofy ass shit that was just off the wall. And because I don't know, we still do that, I guess, but it's uh, a little less often. I guess I, I 
run out of I ideas think, sometimes. I, I, no, it's not a running out of ideas or a, a matter of those things traded off. It was the fact that COVID... Oh, it's still happening. All right, fine. But the restrictions and stuff are over, and New Japan is starting to feel kind of somewhat normal again. And normal again for us was before we, you and I even just started doing the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> well, and you're right, and we had to think of stuff to do to kind of entertain ourselves because a lot of the, the COVID-era wrestling was, like, usually okay, and every once in a while it'd be really good. You know, I mean, that's, you know, you've talked about it a million times, but Tai Chi versus uh, Ibushi was in that period. And there's a lot oh, of other cool God. stuff. The Jingu Stadium show was awesome. And, you know, a lot of great stuff happened during that time. But at the same time, it's, uh, you know, it's back. It's great to be back to normal where everything feels, you know, extra alive, I guess. It's pretty cool. That's right. And and, and Robbie Eagles run as the uh, New Japan Pro Wrestling Super Junior. No. Oh, Sorry, junior tag title champion and junior yeah. heavyweight champion. They fucking count for me, motherfucker. Like, I lived it. I watched it. I loved it. I marked out for it. I don't care if the fans could cheer or not. Yeah. Well, they can now. So it's, uh, you know, it's all <laughs> up uphill from here. It's amazing so, to me. Know. Like, like, Watto's finishing his, his, his excursion. COVID happens. And what do you do for Wato for the next couple of years? Like, I don't know. He's had some bad timing, that poor motherfucker, but it, turns, it feels like it's turned around for him, and he might well, be the you, champion very soon. You made a great point on the last episode that I don't think we talked about much, and that's that Great O'Conn was in the same situation. But yeah. Great O'Conn had so much personality that we never thought about him being like, well, this guy, you know, I mean, at first we were, he didn't show us much, but then when he finally did, ever since then, it's been, you know, it's been, he's just a regular member of New Japan that could win the title or, you know, job in the first match, you know, and, and uh, it would do great, whatever it is. So I don't know. It's, uh, he had a shorter journey to get to being over, I guess. And so I don't know. Maybe that's why it's the, the way to the Grandmaster. Water's always a work in progress. And I guess we all are, Luke, when you think about it. <laughs> oh, my God. Yes. Yes, indeed. Oh, my goodness. Dominion is this Sunday. Oh, my God. That's really close. Mm-hmm. And Yeah, 5, 5 p.m. for you, 3 a.m. for me. So what I'm thinking is what I might do is get up at 4, you know, because now I'll have to – never mind. Yeah, I'll just have to take a nap. I'll figure it out. But, uh, but yeah, Luke, I don't know. What else do we got to talk about here? Should we wrap this up or you got, uh, got more you want to talk about another TV show that you didn't like or movie? (laughs) 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 I'm not that bad. Like uh, Charity and I are watching a lot of Taskmaster right now. Okay. Which, uh, no, 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 no. I feel like a, a lot of UK people will be like, yeah, yeah. I know what you're talking about. And it's a it's a show where like each season has like four no it has five different comedians and each year they have to complete different weird random tasks and all that kind of stuff. It sounds weird, but it's really fun. I really like it. Like it's funny too because Charity and I had seen uh, there's an Australian version of this show, right? So we'd seen 
clips of it, and we thought it was cringe, bordering on embarrassment. But uh, my, my sister liked the uh, UK version, which is the original, so we watched that, some of that, and uh, we're oh, there's in. There's an Aussie version I see here, too. Okay. I found this show. Okay, I might be able to check this out a little bit. I, you know, reality TV and like shows like this, like it's always like you think it's going to be junk, and it usually is. But then there's like that. Sometimes there's that extra level to some of these shows. Yeah. Like okay, it's it's really good. I get it. You know, so um, I'm not. You know, I'm not uh, beyond uh, doing that. You know, and checking something like. I'm that. not a. <laughs> I guess it is a reality show, but I, I guess it feels like a, a game show to me. But I don't know. I like it. I, I, I feel like that's the only that's as close to a reality show recommend that you'll ever get, Mr. Andy. I promise. Oh, fuck you. There's awesome, man. The Jersey Shore or Jer- whatever that was called. That that first season of that is some of the most compelling television ever recorded it's <laughs> i i recommend it to anybody and if you're like oh that's fucking stupid just watch it and you'll be glued you won't be able to stop and that's like is it good no but it makes you watch it so it's like wow this is kind of okay you know that's i i learned my lesson with that show because i was like i put off watching it for so long and eventually just watched it and i was like oh my god this i feel like the people who make those shows are also the people who have the same mentality as the people who make mobile phone games they're not great but they're oh. going to get you hooked as motherfucker exactly. and you're just going to watch every single second of it fuck you <laughs> watched many many of them i it's not my favorite thing to watch and when i say watch usually it's kind of like on the TV while I'm playing video games. Yeah, very else. But, much. Uh, I tell you what, man, there's just like, there's this, this music cue that they all use, especially the like game show type reality shows like Hell's Kitchen and stuff like that. It's a suspended symbol coin scrape. And it's like you take a quarter and you scrape it along a symbol. It's a percussion instrument, the symbol, you know, and it's like a kind of sound. And they all use that. And I, I did that in high school band and I just, I hear that every time. And my sister was in percussion too with me, so we always look at each other whenever we watch a show like that. And we'll see the <laughs> hear, hear the fucking coin scrape. We're like fucking coin scrape. It's the best. Oh my god, I never would have picked anything like that because, like, I guess they do use the. <laughs> You'll hear it. next time are you, you watch. Are, like, you, uh, are, are you trying to tell me that people who make reality shows manipulate you into like oh, sticking around time. and watching yeah. it? Well, yeah, with the I fucking have, coin scrape. I'm I'm gonna tell you something that might blow your mind, Mr. Andy. But the people who make the big movies that make you go to the cinema, they're doing the same thing. <laughs> Why not? Uh, well, they need to do better with the fast movies, I guess. So I'm uh, I hear that uh, Indiana Jones is real poopy, but I'm probably gonna go see it just because I kind of want to see Indiana Jones. But uh, those movies are fantastic up until Crystal Skull. So we'll see what happens here. I'm, I don't know. There's a bunch of new stuff coming out, and we better enjoy it because there's going to be a gap in entertainment for a little bit. I think after you know the writer strike thing gets wrapped up, we'll have like a six month hiatus for new content, and uh, that's sad because this like constant stream of amazing shit. Like I'm watching Ted Lasso right now. That just wrapped up. Succession just wrapped up. Barry just wrapped up, and those shows were all. Like, oh, that's fantastic! Yeah, it wrapped up. Man, what a definitive ending! You know, man, oh, really? really? Good ending. Oh, big time, big time. Char- no, no, 
Yep. Charity and I saw the first two seasons and loved it. So we might actually start again and just binge the whole thing. It's amazing. It's a great show to binge like that too. But uh, it's oh, it's the best thing I've seen Hen Henry Winkler in since Happy Days. Oh, he's been in other good stuff. I know I'm he's sure. been in a lot of other good stuff, but this is like maybe maybe being the arsehole dentist in Parks and Recreation was another one of my favorite characters. <laughs> that was pretty like. funny. Yes. <laughs> Especially since his since his two kids were just like money, 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 and they were absolutely fucking terrible. Oh my it's god! It's an Arrested Development too. Yeah, I uh, mean, I love Henry. Don't get me wrong, but like, I don't know. The first two series of Barry were peak television for me, and I don't know why I didn't keep going. Oh yeah, because well, I couldn't binge it in like two days. That's why. It, it gets better, you know. It's great. So I I'm a big fan of that show. Succession was awesome. That show is fantastic. But and I, you were the king I, of Suckball's Mountain. I am? Okay. Oh, that, that's one of my favorite lines from, like, Barry. You were the king oh, of Suckball's okay. Mountain. Anyway, well, I don't think – I haven't seen the first season since it aired, or second season since they aired, so, you know, oh, I don't remember every line. Too but cool those, for me. Uh, yeah. Well, are you talk, was that a no-ho Hank line? Has to be, right? Maybe. Yeah, uh, I ha- I think I have to watch the show from the start again. Uh, <laughs> you should. It's great. It's, and the episodes are short, and you know a lot happens. That's that's one thing. And man, there yeah. in season three, I think it's season three. There is a fight scene. Like there's one episode that has like one kind of like just big long fight scene that takes the whole episode, and it is just so. I don't. It's one of the best episodes of like that kind of show I've ever seen. It's great. <sighs> Man, there's too much good shit to watch. That's a good thing, you know. And there's fun. too much. Or there's also too much fun bad shit to watch at the same time. Yeah, that's true. And there's always too much wrestling. But hopefully, there's oh, not boys. too much never open podcast. <laughs> oh yeah. Did you like all of the episodes that we gave you during the best of the Super Juniors? Uh, yeah, kind of. Well. uh would you like a nice long break before Dominion? No, we're doing this like not long after the best of Super Juniors ended. We couldn't wait. Like, I feel like you gave me a set of days that you were just like, all right, here's here's my sketch. And I was like, all right, normal time for, for when we record, normal time for when we record, or here's this one day where I get to be drunk. Oh, I don't get to be drunk. Meaning, when we, uh, yeah, night nighttime for you. A lot of times we yeah. record when it's nighttime for me, just because I have to work at a job that has me up in the morning and I can't, you know, do that. So yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah. Well, I enjoyed it, man. You know, we we got some you know TV recommendations. We got some movie recommendations. We got some fucking Dominion talk out of the way. We talked about all together again and now and we uh you know also talked about bullshit and we did the wrestler diary i feel quite accomplished personally i do too uh i feel like i have accomplished something i wish i was oh man maybe that's why i like recording during the mornings because then i feel like i've accomplished something that day i've just done it <laughs> When you accomplish something at night, you go to bed and then you wake up and you're just like, well, I accomplished that last night. I have done jack shit today. Oh, God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, this is one of the uh, 
I think it was because of uh, Mr. Alexis uh, Montez's schedule at the time, but the best of the Super Juniors final last year was probably because of, of his schedule that we had to do it my night time. Mm-hmm. Hence uh, the reason I was absolutely fucking blotto that night. Dude, if it's the last night of a tournament and we're doing a show about it and it's mm-hmm. been like a month or whatever, yeah, I'm on something because, like, that's some cathartic shit that I need to get off my chest with Mr. Andy just to be like, did you love it? Yep. Did you love it? Yep. Are you happy to say this? Oh, fuck yeah. Oh, my God. Celebration. You know, celebrate life. What's wrong with Damn that? Damn straight. Goddamn right. So, Mr. Guy, unless there's anything you would like to add about any subject ever in the history of everness. <sighs> In Gato, we trust.